I really don't remember, all right, Shirlian said. Even if he couldn't die, he couldn't stand that kind of butchering. Thinking that this couldn't go on, Shirlian resolutely dropped to the ground to fake his death. But even in death, he was trampled to the point of passing out. It was water choking him that woke him, because corpses were usually thrown into rivers after battles. Shirlian went with the river flow and floated back to the kingdom of Yong An like a heap of junk. Afterward, he took several years to recover from his wounds, picked up an unbroken compass to start off anew, and finally made it to his original destination in the south, and stopped minding what went down in the kingdom of Banyue. I'm sorry, Banyue muttered again. Fuya furrowed his brow. Why does she keep apologizing to you? San Lang suddenly spoke up. Kermo said that the Guosha of Fanyue left for the Midlands after a clash between the two armies. Were you involved in that? With his reminder and recalling what was written on the memorial, some things were coming back to Shirlian, but only a small bit. Ah, maybe, Shirlian said. It was to save me, Banyue said. Everyone turned to look at her, and she mumbled, General Hua entered the fray to save me and got flattened. Shirlian instantly remembered the agony of being trampled by thousands, and he hugged his arms in spite of himself. But when he saw two others watching him with unreadable expressions, he pulled himself back in a hurry and said, Not flat, not too flat. Fu Yao didn't look so smug anymore and said awkwardly, Well, aren't you a saint? Shulian waved dismissively. Nothing of the sort. I think I was just going to pick up the child and run away immediately, but we didn't retreat fast enough and got caught between the two armies. If that's the case, Fu Yao said, how can you not remember something like that? Shulian looked at him solemnly. Do you not know how many hundreds of years old I am? So much can happen in just a decade. There's no way to remember everything in detail. Besides, some things are best forgotten. Rather than remembering how I was butchered and trampled hundreds of years ago, I prefer to remember that I ate a delicious meat bun yesterday. No? I'm sorry, Banyue said again. Shirlian sighed. My dear Banyue, saving you was my own choice. You're not at fault. If you're going to apologize, perhaps it should be to others. Banyue was taken aback and hung her head in silence. But maybe it's because my impression of you was from 200 years ago. I don't think that you're the kind of child who sought revenge and betrayed others. Will you tell me exactly what happened? Why did you open the fortress gates? Banyue contemplated, shook her head, and continued to remain silent. Then why did you let the snakes out to bite people? Shirlian asked. This time, Banyue answered, I didn't release the snakes. Shirlian was taken aback. I didn't release the snakes, Banyue said. 
They ran off on their own. I don't know why, but they don't listen to me anymore. Hearing this, Fuyao grew impatient. Banyue pleaded, General Hua, I'm not lying. Before Shirlian could respond, Fuyao cut in rudely. Anyone would say that after being captured. Even if you say it wasn't intentional, I've heard all of that before. All those people crossing the pass were certainly all injured by your snakes. Show me your hands. You are under arrest. Banyue shut up and extended both arms. Fu Yao immediately took out a guard-binding rope and apprehended both Banyue and Kermo. Then he said, All right, we've accomplished our goal for this trip. It's all over now. Just then, Sun Lang spoke up. She had no reason to lie. Shulian also felt that there was a need for further investigation. He turned to Banyue. Can you not control any of your snakes? Banyue answered, I can control them and they'll obey most of the time. But there are times when they don't, and I don't know why. After some thought, Shirlian said, Why don't you call them out and show us? Banyue had knelt down before him earlier. Now, she finally rose to her feet and nodded. Soon, a wine-red scorpion snake slithered out from underneath the corpse, raised its head, and curled itself above a pile of dead bodies. It soundlessly flicked its tongue to the group. Shirlian was about to take a closer look at the snake, but saw Banyue widen her eyes, her face strange. Shirlian's heart dropped, and he thought, oh no. As he thought, after flicking its tongue, the snake opened its mouth and pounced toward him in attack. It was a sudden lunge, but Shirlian was ready and was about to grab for it, when boom, something exploded. When he opened his eyes again to see, the snake was already a splatter of guts on the ground, having been thoroughly blown apart. It was a calculated blast. None of the venom had spilled. Shirlian immediately remembered another instance where a snake died like this before they entered the Vanua ruins. But there was no need to say who did it at this point. He hadn't even had the chance to look at Sun Lang before a red sleeve flashed before him, barring and separating him from Banyue. On the other side, Fu Yao also said coldly, I knew she lied. Did you think that the snake can manage to bite him under these circumstances? Foolish. Banyue's face was already pale, when she saw that snake, and when she heard him, her head shot up. I didn't do it. I said that there are some snakes that don't obey me. And that was one of them just now. Fu Yao didn't believe a single word. Who knows if it was actually disobeying or obeying you. That one wasn't even called forth by me, Banyue said. Shirlian was about to speak when another two wine-red scorpion snakes peeked out from under a different corpse, flicking their tongues and watching them intently. Then a third, a fourth, a fifth. From the mountains of dead bodies 
and from all around every corner of the pit came innumerable scorpion snakes. Everyone stared at Banyue, who was kneeling on top of a pile of corpses, and Fu Yao started spinning a ball of spiritual energy in his palm, shouting toward her. Make them go away. They can't all disobey. Banyue scrunched up her brows, looking as if she was trying to drive them out. Yet more and more scorpion snakes appeared, curling and crawling, slithering ever closer. Bites from one or two snakes might not kill them, but hundreds and thousands was harder to say. Even if they didn't die, it wouldn't be pretty. Shirlian raised his wrist, about to call forth Ruya, but then saw that when the snakes slithered to a certain distance, they would stop and hesitate, forming a weird circle around him and San Lang. It dawned on Shirlian, and he glanced at the boy next to him. He was watching the snakes condescendingly, with immense contempt. The scorpion snakes seemed to be able to read his eyes and didn't dare approach. They backed off bit by bit, lowering their savage heads as they did so, and pressed against the ground submissively, like servants. But there seemed to be another power controlling them, making them unable to abandon attacks and leave completely. Thus, many of the snakes turned around and slithered toward Fu Yao. Fu Yao swung his hand, and a blast of flames burst from his sleeve, killing a circle of snakes. That wouldn't last long, however, and Shirlian said, let's go up and get out of here first. Ruya shot out from Shirlian's arm and flew upwards, but soon it was back on Shirlian's arm. Shirlian was taken aback and raised his wrist, admonishing the silk band. What are you doing back here? The array was released. Hurry and go. But Ruya remained wrapped on his arm, trembling as if it had bumped into something terrifying at the top. Shirlian was still chiding it, when suddenly a long rope of something fell. Plop, it dropped on Fu Yao's shoulder. Fu Yao went to grab for it, and his face changed the moment he brought it before his eyes. It was another scorpion snake that fell from the sky. This caught Fu Yao off guard, and after getting bitten, he hurled the snake toward Banyue. Even with her hands tied, she still unconsciously tried to catch the snake, and having caught it, the dark red snake curled itself up around her arm, but did not attack. Just then, another plop and a second scorpion snake landed on the ground. Shirlian could guess why. Ruya refused to go up. Borrowing the faint light of the moon, Shirlian raised his head and only just barely saw the sight. Hundreds of little wine-red dots were falling rapidly into the sinner's pit. A snake deluge. The red dots were coming closer and closer. Shirlian yelled, Fu Yao, fire! Shoot a stream of fire upward and get rid of them halfway. Fu Yao bit his palm to break skin, swung his hand, and a series of blood drops shot out, 
transforming into a curtain of fire, jetting up the pit. Those sweeping flames rose to over tens of feet and hung mid-air, disintegrating all scorpion snakes that would touch it, burning them to ashes and dissolving the snake deluge. Temporarily safe, Shirlian let out a breath of relief. That was good, Fuyao. Thank goodness for you. Yet that spell consumed immense powers, and after one round, Fuyao's face was pale. He turned around and ignited a ring of fire, dispelling the snakes on the ground, and shouted at Banyue. And you say those snakes don't obey you? If you weren't controlling them, then why wouldn't they attack you? Sun Lang laughed. Maybe it's because of your bad luck? They didn't attack us, either. Fuya turned to look at him, his eyes sharp and narrow. Shirlian could sense trouble. With the ample hints he'd gotten that he hadn't had time to digest in his head, he didn't want to see the two start fighting. He said, Let's figure out what's going on with those snakes first. Fuyao sneered, What's going on? Either the Gorsha of Banyue is lying, or the one next to you is causing trouble. Shirlian looked at Banyue, then looked at San Lang, and said, I don't think that it's either of them. His tone was gentle, but firm. It was the conclusion he had come to, after much thought. However, Fuyao must have thought that he was shielding them intentionally. The face, illuminated by the flames, was unkind, and Shirlian couldn't tell if he was angry or laughing. Your Royal Highness, Fuyao said, don't play pretend when you know the truth. Do you still know your place? I'm sure you're already very aware of exactly what the thing next to you is. I won't believe that you haven't realized it.